Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. It's <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. Hey, here we go again. Oh my gosh. You scared me. I can't believe it. I've been listening to some of these earlier podcasts and I realize I, I start kind of slow out of the gate. So I thought, hey, I'm going to really be upbeat and wow. stuff like that. And then that'll bring, draw people into the tent. I gotta be more like a carnival barker. Is it is it sort of because you don't really kind of know? You're, you're rather tentative when you start the podcast, like, well, and you're sort of giving your time to self time to think about where you want to take the intro is that why you do it or do you just really have no energy for this i have i'm, I'm old i just am old i have no energy I, I, I like that though i like that new and improved intro the other day i was me. uh doing a, i did two events when i say events i mean i'm hosting these charity events so i did one in the morning and then i did one in the evening and by the end of the evening i was noticing oh my god my legs are killing me they're killing me. And you were doing what? Just hosting? Yeah, I'm just sta- but I'm standing all day. Yeah. And I'm thinking, man, when I was more youthful, I don't think I would have noticed anything like this. But mm-hmm. I'm wearing these yeah. hard shoes, and, and man, my legs, I can't take this. I can't. So now standing has become an activity. Yeah, just- yeah. So luckily, we get to do this podcast <laughs> sitting. Lying. And now my ass down. is hurting me, so <laughs> I guess we'll have to lie from now on. I remember uh, a story that there was a, what was his name? Um, Hoyt Axton. You remember Hoyt Axton? I remember. Axton? He was in Gremlins. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And he's a, he was a singer, That's songwriter, right. he was guitarist. A singer, right? that, yeah. I think that was the only movie he ever yeah, did. He I wrote, could be wrong. He wrote songs like, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. He was a good friend of mine. Never understood a single word he said, but I helped him drink his wine. And I always had some other fun singing God to the world. And he wrote this one. Well, I've never been to Spain, but I kind of like the music. He's a country guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ladies are insane there. Sort of country, but his mother wrote Heartbreak sure Hotel. Oh, really? Yeah, for Elvis. Well, since my baby left, she co wrote this. Wow. And uh, I hope I'm right about that. I think I am. And uh, and he wrote a song. I got it. I bought this. I used to buy these albums when I was a kid that were uh, crappy albums, but they were only, they didn't cost very much. 
and they because they were crappy. And we've talked about this before, where you said the greatest hits of the Beatles, and then in small print, as performed by, by Larry, Larry Jenkins. Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> No. It used to make me so mad. Do you know that we have actually an interview we did with Drew, the the the, oh. the, the uh, founder, president, owner, whatever of Drew's Party Music? Because oh, remember, that's right. Do you remember how incensed I was when I yes. bought a Drew's Party Music yes, uh, yes. compilation? Because CD? it was a ripoff. It was a ripoff, yes. and he he was fantastic in that interview because he just skirted every. Yeah, and I'm in the background going, but what about the well, at Drew's party music, we aim to reproduce all your favorite. I, I'll, I'll see if I can uh, God, I hope find that it. in the archives somewhere. Yeah. It was just a great, great interview, and it just ticked me off even more that he wasn't apologetic find... or or yeah. or in some way well, saying, "I'm really sorry, be... I misled you." Do you yeah. or even say, "Do you want your money back?" or whatever. Yeah, <clears throat> but he. Well, I can't believe he even came agreed to I the interview either, in the first but place. Yeah, Drew's know? party music was the one that got sucked me in. I thought it was the real deal. Yeah. All these artists so. so i used to buy albums like that yeah. all the time and one cut had hoyd axton on it and it was in and and i can still remember i don't have the album anymore because it was crappy and thoroughly crappy. but his <laughs> he did two cuts on the album and one of them i can remember the lyrics went like this and it was a blues riff and he and, and, he, and the lyrics went i'm going to chicago tomorrow Sorry that I can't take you. Whoa, I'm going to Chicago tomorrow. Sorry, baby, I can't take you. But there's nothing in Chicago an ugly hog like you can do. <laughs> and as a kid, I thought, that is so great. Wow. Yeah, you take a nice little blues riff and then he turns it really <laughs> ugly. Something ugly, yeah. 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 And there was more to it than that. So that's my first exposure to Hoyt Axton. So these guys at a local recording studio uh, said that they had Hoyt Axton was scheduled to come in and do a voiceover for a commercial. When? Uh, this was many years oh, ago. Oh, okay. Okay. And he was very solid at voiceovers. Here's a commercial he did for Bush Beer. I think in 1978. Presenting the cold, refreshing mountains of Bush. The mountain, a symbol of all the good natural ingredients that go into Bush, a symbol of all the good natural taste that pours out. Always smooth and natural and refreshing. Bush after bush after bush. So don't just reach for a beer. Bush. Head for the mountains. And Hoyt Axton is now pushing up daisies yeah. somewhere. Uh, but he was really, really an interesting cat. And and so he was had done some performance or something in Canada, and he was going to come drive down to Seattle to do this voiceover job. Mm -hmm. So they said that when he showed up at the studio finally, and he was very late, they, you know, the ad agency people are waiting. we got to record this commercial. So it's after 6 or 7 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. And he finally shows up, and he comes into the studio, literally stumbling into the studio. Oh. Yeah. And he's dead drunk. He's as drunk as you can get. Barely, wow. Barely conscious out. That, that drunk. Wow. But, but guys, you know, some guys can still do the voiceover stuff, even after bush after bush after bush. Right. It's like they flip a switch yeah, and yeah. and the, the performance just supersedes everything else that's going exactly. on with you. So he but but he was unable 
to flip the switch to stand oh. at the microphone. <laughs> he was unable to sit at the microphone, so they positioned no, the microphone. No, they did not. Yeah, he lay. He lie. He was lying down, completely supine, <laughs> and did the voiceover lying on the ground. And Classic. it turned out great. So that, oh. that that's where I was going with, Very funny. with that whole thing. <clears throat> uh, okay, so um, what to talk there? Um, I, uh, you and I both like to watch the morning news, the local TV morning news. And, yes. And I'm very picky about it. I don't. Uh, I, I I'm very picky about the network shows that I watch, and I have one in particular that I think is the superior morning news uh, from the network. And I turned you on to it, and mm-hmm. you, and now you have preference for that as well. Right, because there's three major... Yeah. There's CBS, there's NBC, and there's ABC. Yeah. And I told you once that I always watched one of, the, one of, one of them. And I don't know yeah. why we're being so secretive about this, but I told you I used to always watch the Today Show. And you'd go, what? Why are you watching the Today Show? You should be watching the t- yeah, Today I can't Show. Stand, I can't stand the Today I, Show. Yeah, it's yeah. just, I hate it. I, and I don't know why. Well, there's no, they're my, just my a little thing too sugary. There's not one person on it that I like. I, I haven't liked anybody on it since, what, what was their name that was on it for? Meredith. Meredith was Vieira great. was that, fantastic. That's a real person. You she know? was she, fantastic. Yeah, me. when she left, the, when she left there, when she left the View, that the yeah. you know she was fantastic on the View. And her husband, uh, as uh, I believe he has MS, uh, and he's a he's a brilliant man too. And she she's just a nice it's somebody you de- I'd love to go out and have a beer with you. Oh yeah, that kind of person. She's, she's but everybody else on the Today Show. From Al Roker on uh, on across, they're all a bunch of phonies. I just can't take them. Yeah, very effective. That's how they, maybe they're nice people off the air, but on the air, they're just too icky, saccharine. That's what I mean. It's just too sweet. I don't like too much perkiness in the morning. (laughs) You know, we, uh, when we did our radio show, we, we kind of reflected how most people probably felt for the most part when they got up in the morning. You don't want people going, hey, how you doing? Oh, what a great day. God, just shut up! Come on. Which might be why we don't have a morning. Let's wake anymore. up together. Let's let's wake up together slowly. Let's don't come yeah, just bursting just out of the gate steps. like I did at the beginning of this podcast. Baby steps. Yes, yes. So that so it's all very contrived to me. But the CBS Morning News. Yes, and you said you've got you've got. I really like it, and I thought you know I'm not really a huge fan of Gail King because I always thought that she was yeah. a an apron stringer, Oprah Winfrey yeah. apron stringer. Yeah, and, and but I, I have to say she has got she does a fantastic job. Yeah. of anchoring the morning news. I didn't like her out of the gate either, but she's, no, she is she's she is fantastic. Won me over. Yeah, and the fact that she is the perfect she uh, is the perfect. Um, not foil, but sort of a compliment to mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, Charlie. Charlie Rose, who is seems very curmudgeonly and very serious and very crusty. Very, yeah, and and they bring out something and and who the other female anchor? She's uh, just a delight. Uh, yeah, and they're they work so well together. So yeah, you're right. You are absolutely right. I think they're in locked into deep third place in the morning. And it's a ratings, shame because they are shame. fantastic. Yeah, that's why they I are. Fantastic. For that show, wherever I go, you, somehow we got to get 
we don't want this show to go away. It's too good. It's it's really and, good. And they do real news. Yes, you know, they, they do, do real news. I mean, to, the Today Show does news for its first half hour, and after that, they're showing you how to make doilies and ashtrays. And cinema, and, cinnabuns. And, and they're doing entertainment news, and it just, ugh. Yeah, so and this, they have, and then the, and then they also have this their concert series, which quite frankly, there's not a whole lot of bands that they dedicate that last hour on the Today Show that I really want to hear. Except once in a while, they'll have someone like this. I'm gonna tell you how it's gonna be. You're gonna give your love to me. I'm gonna love you night and day. Love is love and all fade away. Well, love is love and all fade away. So you're right. CBS it's, it's this filler. morning yeah, is good. Yeah. However. Try it. Just try it. However, what happens is that there are uh, m- there are portions of the format that then they toss are made available, I should say, to the local TV news stations. This is true of all of the markets in the nation. Where you have, uh, I think maybe like the, about twenty five after the hour and and another point in the hour, mm-hmm. where you can come on with your local news, do a story or two of local interest with the local news anchors, mm-hmm. and then they do traffic and then they do weather or maybe it's the other way around. It's a super super short segment. Yeah, just very short. Uh, you're just really popping in. Yeah. Into the 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 the, the national yeah. uh, network exactly, <clears throat> and so um, there is a um, w- there's a weather guy on there in the morning most mornings. Uh, nobody knows who is the regular weather guy. They don't have like an established Jeff Renner or a Steve Poole. It's just like a rotating group of weather people. I haven't really been interested in uh, the local stations, the CBS stations, weather person since. Uh, they, uh, Rebecca Stevenson went away. That's right. Yeah. And uh, w- who's a wonderful person, by she the way. She is a great person, she's and she's a, very, very pretty. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. She's she is really a sweetheart. Nice. Uh, so, but, so there's a guy that comes on in the morning, and uh, I'm, we've said all of this, so I don't, but uh, why not say his name? But I won't. But he, he comes on. <laughs> that way you don't get sued. See, if you don't say his name, we can't get sued. Uh, right? Yeah. Let's say his name is Marvelous. <laughs> Okay, and he comes on. Good morning, everybody. This is Cairo meteorologist Marvelous with today's forecast, and he's got the kind of a boy like I, I'm. I'm looking at the TV set. He can't help it, but I'm saying, blow your nose, please blow your nose. So do you I think it's just a big? Forecast, it's, it's just a big snot ball on the back of his. I don't know. He's probably got adenoids or. What are <laughs> ad? What are I adenoids? Know. I don't even there's know. There's something. There's something back there between where the top of your throat and the back of your sinuses yeah. connect that's yeah, blocked know. or something. And it's and and you know he's born with it. So I, for me to how do you know he's born with it? Know. How do you know that he's there's not something he can do to change that? I don't know, but he's always got this Cheshire cat grin going all the time, <laughs> which again annoys me because what are you grinning about? You're not saying anything funny. Why why are you so cheery? Well, because they're TV personalities, oh, you know. But they're not personalities. They're phonies. Yeah, uh, just, I know. Uh, just be be a real person, you know. Why don't you come on, do the weather, and go, you know what? Uh, this weather currently sucks. I just, uh, you <laughs> so, you stay in the house today. This is just the worst <laughs> forecast. You, 
This, uh, God, I hate this place. Why did I ever move here from Florida? But, you know, it's interesting because you, we as uh, reporters are trained not to editorialize. So you can't. You're oh, I supposed know. to just but do used, it. And... But they used to. <laughs> did I they mean, really? Well, I mean, the, our friend Ken Schramm, who recently passed, yeah. that was a guy that started as a reporter. Absolutely. He put his own opinions into things. And pretty sure soon... Did. Pretty soon, That's what he got they, known they, for. they wanted him to just be that, That's be, right. be an opinionator. That's right. That's right. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, Walter Cronkite uh, took a big stand against the war in Vietnam at some point. I mean, this idea that you're a broadcaster of news, you should be objective. Who's objective in life? True. You, you, you know, you. it's part of who you are. You don't have to agree with me, but why can't I say what I really feel? Yeah. I, I think news people should have the same opportunity, you know? Not, yeah, so you do. So you think that if they did a story, they should be able to say, this is how I feel, and, and good for them, or what a bunch of jackasses. Well, I would enjoy Wouldn't that be nice more. if they could have one, that you get one editorial line at the end of every story you do? You well, yeah. One sentence you get to say about it. Yeah, no, and instead of saying, uh, you know, this, I'm reporting from the scene of a man who killed all of his children and his wife. That, to me, is just plain wrong. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that that's one kind of opinion. Right. Now, who's going to argue with that? Right, right. But, but to have an opinion about, you know, something that, uh, you know, I, well, I, you know what I'm saying. But all right, I, I just so, think it would make it all more interesting. So the, the people on the CBS Morning News, for example, they yes. are newscasters, but they also express their opinions about things. And, right. But uh, they're not... They're that makes not, it more interesting. I'll say this. They are not technically newscasters. They are more show personalities there's a, there is a little bit of a, a different if you noticed on the today show they had the personalities and then they would throw to ann curry who was the newscaster she never was giving her opinion she was right. newscasting the news casting right. the news that was you know job. margaret larson used to have that job i know you she remember did. that yeah on the today i know show? she did yeah, yeah. Who's another sweet person? And we're glad by the way. to have her back here. All right, so so let me just say this: as, as annoyed as you are with, with the weather guy, with the weather guy, yeah, I'm 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 a, I'm sort of annoyed that you've moved me over to that channel because that is the channel that I have on every day. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I just don't. I know where you're going with this. <laughs> and and you and I both work from home, and yep. and when I'm working from home, I, I have the the news on. And yeah, you want to know what's going on. I typically on. get up around 7. seven Ever since 9-11, I have, I have it to on. get up in the morning yeah. and say, did the world blow up yeah, while I was that's sleeping? Right. Yeah. yeah, so I, I turn it on and have it going through, typically through to my first session. My first session, session typically starts at 9 a.m., so I'm, I've got it. But there's something that's happened now that I I don't know how to handle this because I, I can't keep changing the channel every time this person comes on. <laughs> and and I hate to say this because I am sure. And I why know do what we, you're going to say. And why do we always say, I'm sure they're a very nice person? And it doesn't matter if she's a nice person, yeah. even though I'm sure she is. But it is the traffic reporter who has the most annoying way of, of reporting traffic problems. And I'm not sure what it is that, that is just making me want to run screaming through my kitchen to change the channel. But there's... Remember when we used to work with Paul Tosh <laughs> in the Convoy Air Patrol? <laughs> well, it's a little bit of a slowdown on I-405 right now, but uh, people are getting by. It looks like about a 45-minute drive from... I love Paul. We love Paul. And I'm friends with Paul. And yes. But yeah, he had a very distinct way of. I just love the way he he would would start out. Ethan, Paul, Josh, and the Elmo Cap, Pama, and Patrol. (laughs) 
And he's flying a plane at the same time. He's doing these things. Yeah. Very, very good. Yeah. Very so anyway, sweet. sorry, I just had to go into that. No, it's fine. That's all I wanted to say is well, I'm, first of I'm all, having issues with how, how her voice, her, and I, I hate to be critical. It's not well, good. Some, and I know I'm going to hell, but I hate it. Okay. But before you get to that, does it strike you that it's weird or inappropriate or that they would do traffic reports on TV? Because... By the time mean? by the time it means anything to you, you're in your car. You're not watching TV. I need to know from the radio or from the satellite. What's I agree. The I it's agree. I would it's say time filler stuff. I would say that if it were a major event uh, like an overturned donkey truck that's blocking all lanes that you know is going to be affecting you for a while, maybe you won't leave the house then as early. Or perhaps what? so that that might be a special of a special traffic update for you. But to do it as a regular. Um, you know, stop set. I think it's just a com- competition with radio. That's what I really I think it is. It's, it's I agree. not a legitimate TV uh, uh, thing. You know, TV. You don't need to do it on TV. Yeah, we, we get we we're not in. We're not on the road right now. You're not helping us. But they are leaving. People are getting prepared to leave for work and school, and perhaps that might, you know, make them say, oh, if traffic's wide open and smooth right now, I can have an extra cup of coffee or another glass of another Bloody Mary. You know what time? Do you know what time these TV newscasts begin now? Aren't the, they like four thirty the in the morning? Yeah, the local ones are. It's four, insane. Four thirty five. Jeez. Yeah. I know. Why do you say that? We were we did a show from five a.m. to ten a.m. Do you remember, do you know that we did a five hour show? Yes. For two three solid years, we did a five hour show before somebody went. Wait a minute! Why are we on the air for five hours? Yeah. Well, Either give us a six to nine shift or a fi- or <clears throat> or six to ten or well the morning I, drive used to start at six a.m. and they bumped that baby way back. We had to be on the air at five a.m. and they said, yeah. "Well, we want you on the air till 10. We didn't well, even, you know. I think they're going to just keep backing up the. Uh, I know the morning. For, uh, I know, know. casts until uh, <clears throat> the you know the late night show with uh, Seth Meyers <laughs> yeah. signs off <laughs> and that right. whatever and time start and with then their first traffic report. That'll be the first traffic report. <clears throat> That's right, and we'll go a little something like this. How's the traffic going right now? That's uh, right. We've got some backups going on five twenty right now. If you're headed westbound, you're going to be doing it with a lot of other people out there looking over at four oh five. It is a little slow through that Bellevue. That is uncanny. And that if is you're, a, tra- I know exactly who you're doing. <laughs> if you're traveling on I five, you're going to be stuck in it in Tacoma, and things are moving pretty slowly through Seattle right now as well. So make sure you leave with plenty of extra time. Back to you, Brian. We It fills me with road rage right there when I hear that. Doesn't it make the I hair? Exactly doesn't it make the hair on your legs stand on end? Kind of it does. Yeah. I mean, you're doing her dead I, on. I, it makes me insane. I run screaming Listen, through what, the house. What does this woman do? Does she suck a big balloon of helium? That's first right, me? Pat. That's exactly what I do prior to every traffic report. Now and again, so it's not just she the, can't help how she sounds, <clears throat> but it drives no, me. No, 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 no. Drive me crazy. But I'm going to tell you this: it's not just the helium sound. It's the that's right. It's it's a very it's the it's what we call the the male equivalent to what we used to call remember we used to call this radio pukers, pukers. that's yep. right yep. so she's doing the female hey everybody equi- it's uh, 48 minutes past the hour right now. How you doing? Oh, that's yeah. right exactly i don't know who invented that uh, 
style for radio. I don't know. Ugh. I don't know. But anyway, so I don't know what to do now because I love the, the I love the national show. the network show, but I can't handle it being a, my my ears are bleeding every every mm. thirty minutes. You know what? I'm exactly on the same page with you. <laughs> I, but I thought you and I was I a never, bad person. We have never talked about I it. I know before. we haven't talked about it. And I thought I was a bad person, and I hate. I, I have to. Keep well, maybe that we stuff are bad it. people, and the, well, we um, are bad people. And as you say, she's probably a lovely. She's a lovely person. Li- she's but, very pretty, but I can't. She's figure extremely out pretty. How in the world they decided? Yep, I told that's you. That's the person we want. I just told you she's very pretty. Mm-hmm. Even you said that. Well, I did. I added to it. Yes, too. you did. Yeah, she's I, pretty and pretty. <laughs> yeah. And I guess for TV, if TV didn't have audio, she'd be perfect. But unfortunately, it does. (laughs) So she would just point to the problems. (laughs) That's not a bad idea, actually. With four different pointers. That's right. (laughs) I know. But, you know, the thing is, when I worked at King TV, there would be a woman at the reception desk that whose job was to take phone calls from people. Yes, what time is the 3 o'clock movie coming on? Uh, that would be three o'clock. <laughs> Thank you. You know, stupid stuff. Right. And then she would keep a, uh, she would have to write all these comments down and then they would be published every day. Right. And overwhelmingly, it wouldn't be like, I take issue with the the thing that Jim Compton said on the Compton Report where he equated blah, blah. No, it would never be that. It would always be, I don't like the way Jane Anderson is wearing her hair. Know. You know, it would always be like that. <laughs> right. And so... So that's, I'm sure, the kind of comment. They're so petty, like like right. you and I are just doing right now. But they do take, they, they, they value that sort of feedback a lot because if somebody doesn't like her hair, they're going to, they're going to change the channel. So what's interesting about that is management does make that a very, very big part of how they, they guide their employees, especially their on-air talent. You've got to, you know, don't wear pink. It makes you look like a lobster. Don't, you know, mm-hmm. don't yeah. wear your hair like that. You look like a, a jerk. Yeah. And because that is part of what connects uh, viewers to 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 the people on, on television. But when people would call, first of all, the people that would call a TV station and complain about stuff... It can give you a very skewed idea of of how most people feel about something. It's a particular kind of person that calls. But now, with Facebook and Twitter, Mm -hmm. any any dumbass can weigh in on stuff. That's true. And so... You you cannot view like the TV show we do the two hundred six. Mm-hmm. You can't you know we we'll get one comment on Facebook. I don't think that was very good. <laughs> and then there are people on our staff who will say, take that. That will take that oh, as like yeah. it's a no, mandate. No, no. That's the no, way everybody no. feels. No, it's just one comment. Exactly. You can't. Right. Don't don't be. Uh, don't be driven by that. Right. You know, There's always going to be somebody who is not satisfied. If always. It, if it appears to be um, a, a rising majority of people who are taking issue right. with it, then then address it. But I'm with you. I've worked for companies where if you get one person who complains about yes, it, exactly. and I'll say to them, did the other 400 people that I taught this class complain about my class? Nope, just this one person. So we felt it was necessary to talk to you about exactly how you're teaching the yeah, class. That's right. Did, sorry. So you said one person and the other 450 people that I've taught in the last three months didn't say anything? Or, said, or that, said nice things? That's correct. Yeah. 
You're wasting my time for one person who may have had a bad day, may have had a fight with their, maybe they didn't like the way I was wearing my hair. Maybe they didn't like what I said. Yeah, it is kind of silly. No, I know it is. And because uh, of Facebook and and Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff, now people can weigh in that uh, in great anonymity as well. And it's very, it's vicious because of that. Yes, it is is vicious. It's ugly. Um, You know, forum board flaming is a way that a lot of people get uh, a lot of stuff off their chest. What is that again? Well, it's 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 called flaming online. When you flame somebody, and you're um, you can hide behind your your anonymous handle mm-hmm. in a forum or, or comment section. Yeah. Uh, that's w- one of the reasons I disabled our comment section in our in our podcast for for um, what's the name of our podcast again? Peculiar podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. I it, I just disabled the comments because it was just like I don't I don't want to deal with this either. If you like the if you like our podcast, listen to it. If you don't like our podcast, hmm, don't listen to it. Yeah. It's well, having pretty said, simple. Having said that, we 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 do appreciate uh, criticism. I mean that that's fine. I don't we I don't I don't mind that. I, it can be helpful. And uh, and we're not immune oh, yeah. to to, uh, to that because if we were, then who do we think we are? You know, yeah, you can have opinions about stuff, but it's just it's this this false courage that people have because they can hide under their anonymity, mm-hmm. and, uh, and it makes people way more opinionated than they would otherwise have the courage to be. And there are a lot of celebrities. There are a lot of celebrities who who really actually stay away from social media. Uh, for that reason, yep. because they don't want these types of things to color their uh, their way of doing their work or expressing their art. They don't care what anybody else thinks. And so they have people that insulate them from that and deal with all of that. And they say, I don't want to know. I don't read the reviews. I don't, uh, I'm not on Facebook. I don't, I don't, I'm not running the fan page. I don't want to know. Yeah. It, it leaves me clear to do the kind of work that I have to do. And boy, but some of those celebrities that get embroiled in that stuff, they really sink themselves a lot. Yeah, you gotta. You, I, I, and I don't know about you, but I, I, I don't watch the TV show that I do. I don't. I never listened back to broadcasts that we did. Yeah, I, I didn't either. I just, it just made me think. Oh man, I really screwed up. That was not good. What it was, I, oh, I'm terrible. I hate that. And you know, so <clears throat> just do what you do. Mm-hmm. If somebody seems to like it, then, it's, then it maybe it's working. Don't analyze it. Just do what you do. That's Whatever right, Pat. Do. That's right. Just do what you do. That's what I say. Hey, um, switching topics. I um. This, uh, I want to talk about sports a little bit, and I know that's what? one of your favorite topics. Yes, I'm so, I know. I was wondering when you were going to get to that. Okay, now, now hear me out on this thing. Uh, as you know, I, uh, I'm i sort of a sports fan, and I tend to gravitate towards uh, especially football and baseball. And my brother, Mike, who is um, a big sports fan, doesn't get why I like baseball. Oh, he doesn't. I'm no. surprised he doesn't. No, he doesn't care for He it. likes basketball. Oh, yeah. I know he Mike loves, likes basketball. Mike actually was <laughs> so so good at basketball that he was drafted by the L.A. Lakers uh, years ago. And then he went, wound up playing <clears throat> a couple of seasons in Europe uh, for a team in Belgium. 
So, he's, so what's a, what's a, now he's a co- he's a coach and he, I mean he's he's really knows his stuff. Why is he looking down his nose at baseball? Does he think it's not a sport like, like the way you think ice skating isn't a sport? Mm, no, I don't think he doesn't think it's not a sport. It's just everybody has their their proclivities. For example, I I'm I couldn't care less about soccer, and I know this right. You know, you drive by these mm-hmm. soccer fields and there's all these families sitting out there and they're. Chairs watching. In other countries, soccer is huge. It's yes, just it not is. here. And I love soccer when it gets to the World Cup. Then I'm kind of interested in it. And, mm-hmm. But the U.S. still is not a major player in it uh, because uh, other countries just, it they live and breathe soccer. Right. It's, it's everything to them. This In this country, it's football and baseball. Yeah, baseball is the all-American. Baseball calls themselves America's pastime, right. but, but it's football now. Let's be honest about it. And people are way more into football. You than think they. so? Oh, definitely, without question. Really? Are you more into football than you are baseball? If baseball disappeared, you'd be fine. No, no, no I love baseball. But do you like them equally, or do you like one better than the other? Baseball to me is a renewal of it. it I know it gets really corny, but. It comes in the spring mm-hmm. when the flowers start to grow, and it's like every every team. Yeah, it's a summer pastime. It it, it and it, it's it's like a new new mm. beginning. Uh, every team has a perfect record until they first play, and there's always hope that that this will be our year and all of that stuff. Well, that's not unique to baseball. Well, no, it's not. But baseball season stretches on right. f- for six months, and right. it's, it's a longer period of time. They play more games. I don't know what it is, but football, I, I love it. Football is a fall and winter sport. Yeah. Baseball is spring and summer. And football is more of a, uh, it, it, it's a violent sport. It's more like going at it hard. and uh, Whereas baseball, it, it bores some people because it's slow. It's comparatively slow. Mm-hmm. And in games that are zero to zero in the ninth <laughs> inning, people say, oh my God, that's boring. Right. Not to me. I love it. You know, and you know that I've I mock sports enthusiasts a lot and and just the whole general idea of sports being so important, which I don't think they are. In, no, in the realm right. that a lot of people think they're important. It's entertainment. And it's business. It's it's business. It's it's entertainment, but it's a business oh, because yes. it's entertainment. Oh, sure. But I do say that of all the sports that are out there, baseball is the one thing you could drag me to. Really? However, yeah, absolutely. I, I do like the Mariners games, but I like actually, I like them on uh, one level down from that. So uh, the Everett Aqua Sox. Yeah. Those games are... Did you go to... Have you gone to... Some? I'm going to go to one this year. Are you? I am. Good. Well, maybe I am. we'll be at the same one. Well, then, well, let's go. We should, because that oh, to do. me is a little more... There's just something about watching players who I, I think baseball is great, but I guess I, I get just a little pissed off when I know they're making eight quadrillion dollars for right. being on the on the field that night, and it's just like, well, they're just I don't know. I would do anything for eight quadrillion dollars. But you have to be really good at it. Well, but I'm saying doesn't mean I have to have my heart in it. Love is just like the baseball game. Restructure up. Love to come.
What always amuses me is when people are ticked off at a guy who decides to to leave the team he's at, your mm-hmm. your team, to go sign with another team for a bunch more money. Right. And Where's your like, loyalty? Like like you're a pipe fitter, and then another pipe fitter company wants to hire you for more money. Right. Like you're not going to take that job. Right. Because you're loyal. Exactly. To it's just so absurd. Now, the one thing that does cause excitement, and I, I remember I took my nephews to a Mariners game, and there was some sort of bench clearing incident. And just the word bench clearing is oh, just, yeah. see, look at you. <laughs> you're just, yeah. Good, a good bench clearing really adds to the excitement that's of the, the game. That's but, the general appeal of hockey, I but think. But I remember saying, to the, I, I remember thinking, come on, you guys, what are you teaching my nephews? You people are grown men making eight quadrillion dollars, and what are you teaching my two young nephews here that, that you can just doo, clear the bench? If you get mad and you disagree with something... Then you get physical. So, well, so baseball is not without its physical. Oh yeah. Well, any competitive sport is bound to be a, a, a hotbed of people losing it. You know, mm-hmm. because you want to win. You want you're competing. You're it, it. And there's a lot of testosterone. So I would yes. I, I mean, would I, temper that statement. I'm surprised with not, it doesn't happen more often. Not with people competing with guys competing. Yeah, you don't you, you usually don't see bench clearing things with women's softball at the badminton teams. games. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. But or the, at the swim meet. So or anyway, last season, <laughs> last football season, for whatever reason, I've talked about this before. My wife, yeah. whom I live so dearly, Patty, gets into it. Yeah, she, she was a becomes, huge Hawks fan. She knows every player. She knows. She, she knows, had her own jersey. She knows how plays work. She. Uh, I mean, she just was. She planned standing. your life around the Seahawks yes. game. Yeah, she'd be standing and yelling at the TV set, and I and I'm just standing back looking at her. She doesn't even know I'm with looking love. At her. I'm thinking, oh my god, that is hot. I love this woman so much. <laughs> and it, I want you so bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's a huge turn on to guys, right? Well, it's fun because then you can can share. Right, right. I mean, right. she likes to watch. You know, home and garden television and things, and I, I don't want to watch that. So that's a dividing line. But just here, think how hot you would be to her if she, if you started. Well, I will watch it with her, and she she does love it when I sit and watch it with See? her. See, say, oh, that's an interesting house they're buying, isn't it? Yeah. Oh God, I love that patio. Yeah, but I my heart's not in it. I know. But this I thing know. with the Seahawks, she was really into it. Yeah. And then we had something that we could talk about. Yeah. Uh, with equal passion, it was great. So now, and she picked a great season to become a fan. She, she sure did. But something unexpected happened this year. What? And I think it's an ancillary uh, thing from the Seahawks' ardor is that she now is a Mariners fan. What? And I didn't try to. I didn't try to promote it. I didn't proselytize for it. I didn't say, "Hey, honey, watch this." I don't know how it happened. How did you find out about it, though? How did she... All of a sudden, she's watching these games with me, and she's into it. Mm -hmm. She knows all the players' names, and and I'll be in another room, and I'll hear her go, Come on! That was a ball! That wasn't a strike! Come on! She knows the strike zone. She, I mean, and she said, 
And she sent me a text last night and says, man, that was a hell of a top of the ninth, huh? I said, top of the ninth? How do you even know what that means? Who is she knows this? all this stuff. Uh, it's, it's fantastic. I love it. Whether the, the Mariners and the Seahawks uh, have cemented our marriage. <laughs> I mean, it was That's fine to begin sweet. with, but this is fun. It's really fun. That's cause, sweet. Because I always felt frustrated, like I'm excited about some Seahawks thing or who am I going to I'm going to call my brother up and tell him about it right now now I can call my best friend who happens to be living in the same house as me Mm -hmm. and she's jazzed about this stuff and and it's 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 something that you got it, it, that they say that about marriages that if you have something that you guys do together and love it just makes it that much better so that's why there's a lot of uh you know I was married to a man who who took sports way too seriously. Oh, I know, and he I know. and I and I think I didn't want to get interested in it simply because he wouldn't pay attention to me. I probably would have, right? Yeah. So what's happened here is you you didn't forsake no. uh, Patty for a football game, and maybe she just sort of came around and started realizing how much fun that was. And I would have loved to have been able to do that. That's with exactly my, my, what I wish I could have. Yeah. But I began to resent. And maybe that's a lot of why I, I I really sometimes don't like sports because I've my marriage kind of failed because well, you know the football you get, widow. It can get to the point where it's pathetic. Though, it it that, was that, pathetic that you're you know one of those people and God love them if, if that what turns them on to paint their face and everything and go to the stadium and mm. just you know dance around and and. You know their whole world is ruined if they lose the game and all that. Well, it's, it's just a it's entertainment. That's all yeah. it is. And if you only view it that way, then that's fine. If it becomes, you know, when people, uh, you know, will drive by a athlete's house that has <clears throat> not performed well or whatever, and and yeah. at least vaguely threaten their lives uh, and all I that. Know. And that's yeah, that's really? sick. Stuff. Yeah, Come on, it's just it's not, a sport. It's just a sport. Yeah, it's just a sport. But, well, I can just see how thrilled you are. Seriously, well, I, I'm not making fun I, of that. I, I You're am thrilled. thrilled. I am, and I. It's like we. I'm happy because I didn't promote the idea. It wasn't something that I force-fed. It's something she gravitated. Now I have to. one question for you. Yes. What if she's faking it? Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. (laughs) Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.